Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Horizon 607. This is the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I am your host, Mike C., over in the old state-of-the-art Studio 13, but across town are a couple of fellas that you all know and love. First, oh, every single week he gets himself ready for each and every show by watching the movies Rudy and the Care Bear movies. He's my good friend, Rich. I love the Care Bear movies. There's more I than one. There is more than one. There's yes. actually two or three. I only remember the first one. Oh, you've never seen the mastery of the second movie. No. Oh, it's the second one's good. You got to see them. They're 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 amazing movies, and they're they make I heard you the feel plural on that. They I make like, you they make you feel good about yourself. And of course, Rudy. There is there any underdog movie? I will I will say this. Coach Duffy from the ODPH will agree that there is no greater underdog story than Rudy. Of course, he also is a huge Notre Dame fan and also is a huge Conor McGregor fan. Yeah, uh, He'll be in studio when uh, twitch.tv slash 67 podcast goes live with our uh, commentating and uh, live reactions for UFC 257 on January 23rd. Intent for everybody, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, because uh, him and the wife are both coming to support Conor McGregor. So he'll be draped in his Irish flag. Nice. <laughs> Getting That's cheap nice. plugs in there. If you guys are UFC fans, tune in. Twitch.tv slash podcast, the 23rd. Well, there will, uh, I want to make it up clear. We will not be showing the fight because that's illegal. We will only be, be doing comment. We will be we will be doing commentating and live reactions, which if there's something slow happening, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, what a lot of people don't realize is before the show goes live, before the, the you know, you turn on the, uh, the audio on here and start recording, every week we hear a little, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. That's really how you get yourself psyched up. Well, I, well so, I, actually, I thought I was talking to the professor. Yeah. Because he's kind of small in stature. I'm large in stature, so I'm kind of... Spatcher. I'm trying to get him to, to the next <laughs> level. He's got to be amped well, up we and ready for the We do carry him out of the studio on our shoulders every week and yeah. out of the building. So Well, that's more like DJ feel, that's more like DJ Jazzy Jeff on the Fresh Prince. I feel more like Lucas True. from that movie. <laughs> Lucas? Yeah. I remember Lucas? <laughs> There's some bad Corey, stories to go on. Corey Haim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> that's another horror that's, show. That's a whole different horror. Good God. Well, also in the studio with Rich this week, we've got a very special guest filling in for the professor this week. He's the host of Iceland's version of Hollywood Squares. Everybody say hello to our good friend Bjorn Essenstadter. I think it's on you. you. <laughs> He gave you his fake. He gave you his fake name. Yeah, no, no. I was just gonna keep it silent for a little while. <laughs> Besides, welcome everybody, welcome. Everybody knows welcome the, the professor's. Welcome. I was gonna say everybody knows the professor's fake. Uh, fake thing is is uh, German because oh, he does a German yeah. accent. There's so much yeah. crazy right now. John. You're gonna have to do the rest of the show with the accent because you're Bjorn Essenstadter. I will. Okay. <laughs> welcome, Bjorn. Welcome we to. Uh, 8122 we, Production Studios. Good, Welcome to Horizon 607. To we don't back. need to get canceled for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I was going off the, the... You remember the movie The Monster Squad? Um, the old German... The oh, scary yeah. German oh, guy? Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, they wouldn't be able to get away the, with that. The Virgin. The Virgin. Yeah. Well, I, that movie would not be made today. Oh, but, my God. Um, the, the best part no. is I showed that to my kid. That the was scary one of the first, German guy, yeah, though. They but call I was, him. I was, I was, I was. My kid was like ten, and that was the first horror movie, quote unquote, that I showed him because I always enjoyed it as a kid. As we're watching, and I'm watching it with, mind you, this is a few years, like five years ago. So you know, even even in 2016 eyes, I'm watching and going, this would not be able to be remade Ooh, no, right no, now. No, no, there's no. a lot. There's a lot of uh, like a, a colorful language, we'll say. <laughs> and well, doesn't uh, the the mom get? 
almost naked. Like, yes. Yeah. But uh, but that's not even the worst of it. There's well, just yeah, a lot I of mean, colorful language. Yeah. That, that right now is that in this day and age. Scary German guy, virgins. Virgin. You know, yeah. The little girl is a virgin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the scary German guy actually played a priest in Amityville, too. Yeah. He was in uh, David Lynch's Dune. He, he's, he's in a lot of stuff. stuff. He's a character guy. Character he, actor. Yep. He's great. I love the movie still. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Monster Squad. Because the wolf man, Wolfman's got nards, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that he does. That he does. Uncle Rico was the Wolfman, uh, the guy mm-hmm. from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I you love that love wolf. Uncle Rico. That wolf, the, the monster effects in that, the creatures are great. Uh, the Wolfman and the creature from the Black Lagoon and the mummy and those those are terrific. That was Rick Baker, was that? Yes, it's Rick Baker. Also, uh, remember, you can't call them those names. Oh, yeah. Because it no, wasn't a universal yeah, movie. Yeah. So they, they came up with interesting workarounds. Yeah. Because <laughs> the creature from the Black Lagoon was just like, they never, first of all, they never called them. I don't think them, they called them. They never anything. called them any names, yeah. but you just have to guess what they are. You know yeah. what they are. Didn't they call Dracula Dracula, though? Yes, but Dracula is, is, that's is not universal. owned by Universal. Yeah, that, that, and so same that as Frankenstein. That is a Universal, not owned by like universal, a public but domain. It's a public, yeah public yeah. domain and frankenstein as well because those are things that were you know mary uh, mary shelley wrote frankenstein bram stoker wrote dracula universal right. doesn't own those those are public domain because of how long ago they were written yeah but uh certain things they did create believe it or not the wolfman was created by universal yeah uh werewolves were not but the wolfman was yeah yeah, the Wolfman never had Nards in the Universal movies. That's all I'm saying. No, so that's, that's not canon. Plus one for Monster Squad. Yes, it is. We're the monster yes, squad. it is. Greatest rap. Are you guys time. ready to dive into some news? No, <laughs> no. no. We're just let, gonna call it. A, let's call just it a day. let's just have a moment here of silence. <laughs> And we'll uh, have a moment of silence for our dear no, friend. No information. No, no, informa- no information. No information. We're gonna just. We're just gonna give. We're gonna do sign language to each other in studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what you'll be hearing. And uh, that's the show for this week. The so. audience can guess what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, we will move on to the news here. So uh, the first story we've got for this week. I, I know the professor. Uh, we just found out right before going on the air this week. He's a huge, huge fan of Stephen King's The Revival. Um, <laughs> so. Huge fan. Uh, Mike Flanagan, uh, we reported uh, a while back that uh, he was going to actually be involved with uh, uh, producing, writing, and possibly directing um, an adaptation of this. And uh, he actually did announce on Twitter that it's uh, not moving forward. So he will no longer be involved with uh, Revival and uh, don't know if somebody else is going to eventually do it or not, but it's, as of this point, not happening. Well, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, I so. uh, I really wish I knew about this book. Um, I uh, apparently it's around like Doctor Sleep era, um, around that time, like mid twenty tens. Yes, the teens of the. I want to say it was like twenty fourteen or fifteen or something. But um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, I wish I had some information on what the book's about or but i got nothing i'm gonna go on a limb and say with as good as mike flanagan's been about stuff i'm assuming it would have been a good movie though yeah yeah i'm sure it probably would have anything he touches turns to gold so uh you know i guess we're not gonna find out but he's got a lot of other things coming pretty soon so. that's because news Gotta news that's why, because i have breaking news just now just then the reason he pulled off is he will be doing the remake of freddy's dead that's oh! right. Mike Flanagan. Uh, Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan's in. Freddy's dead. Starring Jonah Hill as Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Joe Hill will be wow. the executive producer. Wow, that is big. You news. heard it. You heard it here first on Horror Zone six hundred seven. That's what we do here: making dreams. <laughs> we, we make dreams come true, and we give you the big news, the big stories. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's great news. I'm glad to hear that he's going to be involved. By, in by the way. Dead. If uh, just in case there's somebody out there that doesn't know that was satire, that's not really happening. It was just a joke. <laughs> and we don't want somebody to come back at us and be like, "You told me." No, it was a joke. Sorry, guys. And I or know some it? people, or is it? Some people would be like, "Why do you have to step on your joke like that?" Well, in this day and age, you have to step on your joke sometimes because you don't want to get accused of lying about something coming out. Right, like Mike Flanagan's Freddy's Dead, starring Jonah Hill as Freddy Krueger. Starring Jonah Hill, that's going to be a good time. I can't wait. If he doesn't want to do it, I'm sure that our studio could pick it up. Forty dollars films. So, Forty dollars films. <laughs> and it's gonna if we if we do it, it's gonna be starring Kim Jong. Yes, doctor, that'd be fine. Do, the doctor the from yeah yeah, Kim Jong yeah. and the professor. 
and our friend uh, Bjorn Essenstadter. And Bjorn, ja. He's definitely in. <laughs> He's going to play so, the role of Tom Arnold. Yes, that would be fine. That I'm willing to play the role of Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes to get this thing off the ground, I'll do whatever it takes. All right, move on to the next subject. So we're all big fans of the great Clancy Brown, I, I would say, correct? Yes. So Clancy Brown, one of the great actors, one of the great villains uh, in, in cinema history, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he's signed on and will be joining the new season of the revival of uh, Dexter. And he's going to actually be this season's main villain. That's awesome news. Good stuff. Big surprise that he's going to be playing a bad guy. I've I've never watched Dexter, but I'm actually going to because of this. Yeah. Um, I'm such a major Clancy Brown fan. Um, the, did you guys watch the Mortuary Collection? On uh, was, was that on Shudder? Anybody catch that? The anthology no. horror film series? Um, well, it's not a series; it's a movie, <clears throat> an anthology horror film um, starring Clancy Brown as he, he's um, he's uh, Undertaker at a mortuary and a young woman, um, and he shares stories with one another. And each story is, you know, a little short film, and it's it's good; it's worth watching. Pretty gross. Let's check over, it out. Pretty gross, over the top horror stuff. Um, it's it's good. It's worth. It's definitely worth checking out. You would, I, I think, you would enjoy it. Um, but yeah, Clancy Brown, the voice of, uh, he, he does a lot of voice acting. He's SpongeBob, right? Like, doesn't, doesn't he do Mr. Krabs and all that? And of course he, uh, was the, was the villain in Highlander and, you know, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank he Redemption. Was the cop. Yeah. He was, he was the guard there. And I, I, I don't know if that's my, I think that that's my favorite role of his, but I gotta say, and a lot of people might, might laugh at me for saying this but i thought that he was awesome in uh, pet cemetery 2 he is awesome in pet cemetery 2 he's great in pet cemetery that movie 2. would not have been as good as it was without him oh yeah no because he's so intimidating in it oh yeah and uh well and, and like even going back to a childhood favorite the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across the eighth dimension he was rawhide <laughs> in that and uh he, he's great in that as well i remember when you forced me to watch that movie years ago oh it's great oh <laughs> We'll we'll just say if you say so. Electroids from <laughs> the eighth dimension. Yeah, that's... I'm pretty sure I heard my mom calling me that night, and I had to leave. Yep. Uh, I got it. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm excited. I, I I've never actually. I, I'm going to get into Dexter because I've never actually watched it. I've heard nothing but good things except for the last season of it. Yeah. Um. So I really want to get caught up with it and watch it because I heard it's good. But if he's going to be involved with it. You know, that's that's something I really want to see. Well, so I love Clancy Brown. Yeah, and it's uh, interesting that we have two Adventure of Buckaroo Banzai alumni in Dexter. John Lithgow was the villain. Ooh, um, and he was he, so good. He was great, uh, from what I've heard. Such a good season. If you want to watch the best season that they have, that's the best season. But I would yeah. watch all of it. I mean, John Lithgow, though, you can't go wrong. Oh, the like, Lithgow season's amazing. And, like, the twist ending, I'm not even going to tell you guys. You guys well, got to see it for yourself. I wouldn't even, yeah, probably wouldn't even know what. You'd have to gotta see it for yourself. Out. It's super good. Like I said, uh, it's worth a watch. If you guys check it out, uh, if you haven't watched Dexter before, last Lord. season you've been warned. That's why they're bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they want to do it right. Do it right. Uh-huh. Doing it and doing it, do doing it, it right. right. Do it right. Uh, according to a source that spoke with the Hollywood Reporter recently, the Forever Purge is going to be the final film in the Purge franchise. It sounds like a fragrance by Calvin Klein. <laughs> the Forever Purge by Calvin <laughs> Klein. <laughs> well, no, it seriously does. It sounds like Bye, a cologne. <laughs> it sounds the Forever Purge. Get yours today. <laughs> Get yours today at Macy's. At Macy's. Dior. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I'm refraining yeah. from making the same joke I made in our chat. What did he? Wait. What's that? I I missed. I'm that refraining one. from that joke. Oh man, oh. It, is, it is too sensitive for the times. Oh okay. I'll have to go back and look because I have no idea. What I don't know what he's to. talking about either. <laughs> but forever, for, I'm glad we're on the same page. Forever purge. What could go I'm wrong glad, there? I'm glad he gave it in joke oh, for yes. a joke yeah. that we're not even really in. Yeah, no, I know what he's talking about. That's good. That's good for the audience too. Like, if, listen, we, if we're unaware listen, too, <laughs> the best the best part about this for the audience is just to know that I had made a timely joke when this came up that I cannot repeat for obvious reasons, and that neither of us remember. Yeah, you guys I, both... I do. The light bulb went on. Yeah, there you go. I have the, the memory of a goldfish on. here. Obviously, because I would repeat it where... on here, but somebody would tell me that I need to take this down. Yeah. For a guy that's such a horror fan, you haven't gotten any <laughs> trivia questions right. 
So Ooh. yeah. Well, I don't. Really I don't cool. remember names of people. You should. <laughs> I generally don't. You should because I'm going to keep asking name questions on our trivia questions. Well, like I watch week. a movie and it takes a few times for me to like, oh, this is that character or whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Nev Campbell was in Scream. Well, yeah, Nev yeah. Campbell. I, I, it took me a few times before I. Oh, Sydney. Well, Nev they Campbell. say her name Who's a million that? times. Who's she? Who's Nev Campbell? It depends on how many times they say the person's name. <laughs> Who's Courtney Cox? I've never heard of her. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. listen, at least he knew that Sydney was the most popular girl in the history of Haley Mills. Of Haley Mills. Yeah. <laughs> Haley Mills, Haley Indiana. Mills, Illinois. Illinois, yeah. Indiana. There's a Haley yeah. Mills in every state. I think it was in Indiana. Haley Mills, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. It's like an Elm Street in every city. There's a Haley Mills in every there's state. There's Haley Mills in every, in every state. And there's so. an Elm Street in Haley Mills. Yes. Yes, there is. So that would yes, be. there is. <laughs> uh, we finally got a synopsis for the new Purge film. Uh, it's going to take place after the events of election year. Uh, it's going to center on two people who find solace on a Texas ranch, having fled from a drug cartel in Mexico. Things go awry when a group of outsiders decide to keep purging beyond the allotted time when people can break any and all laws. So there's your, uh, there's your synopsis. I don't know that I like it. We're going to have a purge forever. I think we, you know, we discussed this a couple of months ago when we talked about it, that we figured it was going to take place like outside of of Purge Night, just based on the name of it. But I don't know that I like the whole it's taking place in Mexico or in Texas with Mexican drug cartels. I I don't know. They're they're getting close to last blood Rambo controversy there. Also, I'm kind of reaching for things at this point to keep it going. And I'm going to touch on something the professor just said. If they tie in Batman Forever, does that mean we get Seal on the soundtrack? Uh, as long as he's going to sing Kiss by a Rose. Rose. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe I'm we can in. get uh, maybe we get U2 back. I mean, they keep shoving their music down my throat on uh, on uh, iTunes. I don't so know if you guys I don't know if you guys know this. I will make this joke. Is that joke, still though. a thing? I, I will get I, I will they make They keep the, popping up on me even though I've deleted them 10 times. Listen, I will make the joke. Uh, everybody was that's worried about the vaccine. Don't worry, you just get downloaded with a free YouTube album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every vaccine comes with you getting downloaded with a free YouTube album. There you go. The hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me though. On, that was uh, that, that was pretty that, good. That was a great, great. Yes, great if they gave record. us if they gave us that for free on iTunes, we wouldn't have complained. Instead, yeah. they just gave us an album that nobody asked for. Well, that era of U two was great, and then now they're just kind of like same stuff over. Will and somebody over. please listen to us? Yeah, although. Yeah. Although, greatest guitar name of all time. The Edge. The Edge. I like that song uh, that he does. Um, where oh, he just kind of like raps uh, it. But, uh, but, what, what the hell is it called? Yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. I can't remember. That was a great Blank. song, though. But it is kind of funny. Da, da, da. That was on the same album. They had Lemo. Numb? Is it Numb or something? I think it is Numb. I think numb. it is Numb. Numb. Um, yeah, because Lemon came out and then that. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, so we can good. just sing the songs of you. We should start. Yeah, that's we all we're going to do. We're going to say, you guys, you turned into Horror Zone. It really is scary when we <laughs> no, start singing songs. I just want to sing. We're going to transition into a U2 sing along podcast. Yeah, Zuropa. All right. Yep. Was it Zuropa? Yep. Yeah. Good no. times. Good times. Great record. Great, great record. Great, great record. <laughs> so, what else uh, do we have now that we forever Last purged? but not least this week, uh, a couple weeks back, we uh, found out that there's. Well, we knew that there was going to be an Evil Dead game coming, but it was finally announced, Evil Dead the game. And uh, we saw a little bit of uh, action from the game. And uh, we know it's going to be a multiplayer game. And, of course, uh, Bruce Campbell will be back playing Ash, and we saw some of the characters in it. One of the characters we saw was Kelly from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Well, it was confirmed this week that Dana DiLorenzo will be voicing the character of Kelly. Oh, cool. And Ray Santiago will also be voicing the, the, uh, the character of Pablo. Ah, sweet. Pablo was amazing. Yeah, that Pablo show was, was great. One of my favorite. Oh, that was one of the greatest shows ever. I just want to point I, out. I, I really, hope that really this... wish that that didn't end after three seasons because it was so good. It was really good. I, I hope that this it. game continues to expand and we we go all throughout the world. Yeah, like we have I the different. Because so I, I would love like an army at darkness level. I would love like you know doing the new 2013. The, well, the well, remake considering level, that the guy awesome. that was dressed up like uh like a, they had like the knight costume on. I don't remember what his name was, but 
he's in it. So I have a feeling Army of Darkness is going to be oh, one of the. I, I, I do too. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm hoping that, that what we're assuming from certain outlets, because they haven't confirmed any of that, that it's just kind of like uh, what I'm going at is I'm hoping it's kind of like what they did with the Friday the 13th game, only because they, there's no battle in the courts over it. We can actually get all of this stuff because that would yeah. make that awesome. Because I think that would be a lot of fun experiences where you get to run through different time, you know, different maps or different movies and you get to run through those times with that. Probably, I'm assuming uh, somebody's trying to turn people into deadites and saying you're trying to fight them off, a survivor hunter thing, which is Yeah, they announced games. that you actually can play uh, the, the like, demon, the Kandarian demon, and you could actually summon deadites. You can turn, you could actually turn the characters in the game into deadites. That's awesome because that means That's you don't really die. That means you get to start the game as a survivor, and if you do get died, that means you get to kill people. Ah. Yeah. I know that did not make sense English-wise, but it doesn't matter <laughs> because you all understood what I was saying because you'll be a deadite, and it'll be awesome. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm already sold on this game. Just give me what I want. By the way, did you catch during Ash versus Evil Dead when somebody finally asked Ash what the J and Ashley J. Williams stood for? Did you catch what he said his middle name was? Oh, geez, I don't remember. <laughs> Joanna. Joanna. <laughs> makes, makes perfect sense. I almost fell off my couch Ash when I was Joanna. watching that episode when he said that. I makes was perfect I was sense. laughing so hard. Ashley Joanna Williams. <laughs> <laughs> that is his. That, that's his real if full you, name. Yeah. So you know what the storyline? If you I'm have assuming, not watched he, Ash they must have thought he was going to be a girl. Having a girl. Yeah. They must have thought they yeah. were having a girl. That's the best. Anybody that hasn't watched Ash versus Evil Dead, I'm pretty sure it's actually still all three seasons are available on Netflix right now, and it is worth a watch. Yeah, You're it's awesome. A fan of Evil Dead. Such good. <laughs> watch such good. that show. It is amazing. It is such good. I was gonna, I was gonna finish the line, but it, you know, if we were doing wrestling, it would be in the Vince McMahon voice. Such good shit, pal. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It really is. So get out and, and watch that, and get caught up, and then play the video game when it comes out. Because I think we're all gonna buy it. Maybe not the professor. I think we all buy it, so we can Why all would play I not together. Buy it? We can all because play all you together. do is read. You and read. You know rubbish. what? You know what we can do? The rubbish. We can we can stream it on Twitch.tv slash some podcast that's playing it. Yeah. So when it comes that out, that's awesome. what that's what we're gonna do. I'm be, I'm being serious. That's what we're gonna. That's do. a good idea. It is a good idea. Glad I came up with it. <laughs> you know what else? You know you know what else I came up with? I didn't cut. Well, you know what? I came rock. up I came up with eight one two two productions and 8122productions yep. as a whole. And you can go to 8122productions.com to find out everything that we do here at 8122productions. Oh. I also, you know, you, when you visit the website, which we're adding more stuff to, because hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have events. Yes. And uh, Sci-Fi Horror Fest is shaping up. As a matter of fact, you heard it here first, but I wanted to give you your reminder because this upcoming Saturday, January the 16th, the day after my birthday, I will be joining Tif Tiffany Beth, the promoter of the show, and we will be announcing the very first guest to Sci-Fi Horror Fest this upcoming August. As long as it goes down, we're announcing it. We're super stoked about it. Trust me, you guys are going to love the very first guest announcement coming up on the 16th so make sure you're tuned in to the horror zone we'll give you the link from horror zone 607 when we go live and also the three fat nerds uh facebook page because it will be on facebook live uh make sure you could also file sci-fi horror fest on facebook just throwing it all out there we'll make sure you guys have all of that information speaking of the horror zone 607 page bam you just go to facebook horror zone 607 like and share the page go to twitter and instagram it's at horror zone 607 you see we were clever there mm -hmm. Guess what you can do? You can hit that hashtag HC607. Join the conversation because we always like hearing from you. And you can tell me about how I just bumbled through bad grammar in English. And I still don't care because you know what? That game is so awesome that I, I want to get dead. It's such. I want to get dead. <laughs> Shut up, professor. You got an F plus. You can't, you, can't even, you can't even grade me on my grammar because you can't get a horror zone qu trivia question right. So you're in the corner. I can only get bits and pieces. But you know what you can do? You can join. If you would like to help us monetarily, you can join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. For as little as $1 a month, you get a ton of extra bonus content, including the Horror Zone 607 podcast early. That's right. You get it before anybody else. And uh, the two exclusive two uh, Patreon shows currently just too exclusive we have more on the way of course that is love is scary with dr derek the hottest show behind a paywall one day spooky mike will rejoin him just so i can see his face as derek talks about what he talks about and then of course uh last but certainly not least i love movies where ron dissects movies and i'm there for it as well we review movies that either we love we hate 
or everybody loves. It's, it's a weird kind of con- conglomerate there. Love-hate thing. Yeah, it is. You know, but it's I love movies. You got to love it. And of course, you also get the Three Fat Nerds podcast early, and it's the uncut, unedited, uncooked version. That means you get to hear the shit that was too raw for the actual airwaves. Plus, there's an extra bit in the beginning that usually runs like 20 minutes to half hour, and then a middle part that usually runs about 15, 20 minutes. That's uh, kind of fun that nobody ever gets to hear except for the patrons. Oh. And we got more on the way because we're talking about doing some movie reviews on there, so we're not we're doing spoiler-free on the shows, and then... We can release it later when the embargo is over. Yeah. Because it's always a, it's a dick to be a spoiler. Yeah. No, it's a, there's an art to reviewing things where yeah. you, you got to mm. not give everything away. That's right, damn it. You want, you want people to see it. Yeah. That's or right. not to see it if it's bad. But with that being said, I am ready for Mike C to give over the this week's Horizon trivia question so I can watch the professor get it wrong. Oh, jeez. That's right. It is time for this week's Horizon 607 trivia question. And you know what, Professor, this one I designed specifically for you. I feel this like one, you do that every week. Yes, I do. And this one I had you in mind when I came up with this one. What? Actually, let, let me let me I'm not gonna start with a what here. In each of the Scream sequels, oh, Scream Two, Scream Three, Scream Four, there is a faux movie, like a movie within a movie. Yeah, I got this. What is the name of the faux movie featured in each of the Scream movies? The answer coming up right after this break. Hey, it's Courtney Gaines, Malachi from Children of the Core, and you're listening to Horror Zone 607. Welcome back to The Zone. Before the break, we ask this week's Horror Zone 607 trivia question. What is the name of the faux movie featured in each of the Scream sequels? And I'm just going to give you a hint. The answer is not Haley Mills. Okay, I'm going to say this because the professor is going to give the answer. And I'm going to let him answer for both of us because he says he knows it. And I believe there's no way he doesn't know this one. But in case he gets it wrong, there is a hammer in the studio that I've been using <laughs> to hang pictures. So I'm going to go upside his head with the hammer if he gets it wrong. So the pressure's on. All right. Well, let me take a stab at this. I think I think the answer is Shriek. Yeah, Shriek. That's great. Actually, the answer is Haley Mills. Stab. Stab is the answer. Stab is the answer. That was good. I like how you did that. Very classy. Very classy. Yeah. I loved how the fourth movie. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the fourth movie, but I love how it opened up with like seven of them. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, um, those Shriek movies. There was a whole series, right? It was kind of no, like a little grade. Oh. There was only one. Was it just yeah, called yeah. Shriek? If, yes. Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, okay. I thought it was just called Shriek. No, that was that was yeah. It. yeah there was a Tiffany Thiessen really uh, really expanded her career when Tiffany she got involved Amber with that Thiessen. one. The only one that had like multiples was the scary movie movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. And who Wasn't was the Tom actress Arnold in the stab movies? Who's the actress in the stab movies? Different one. Well, the original well, different people, one. But different Heather, people. Uh, Heather Graham played. Um, mm-hmm. whatchamacallit, uh, Drew Barrymore's character in the first stab. Yes. Who was Sydney's character? <laughs> she was played by uh, Tori Spelling. Tori yeah, Spelling. yeah, that's what... <laughs> All right. and then, Which yep. was, and then... of course, a play on what Sydney says at the end of the... or somewhere in the middle of the, the first Scream movie. Yep. When they're talking about if they had a movie made after them. And then by the time they get to the, the later ones, it's literally played by... Uh, a, a who's who cast like especially in the fourth movie where they do the seven different ones and a pack when makes an appearance yeah. and yeah. all sorts like it's, it's it gets ridiculous but it's a lot of fun it, you wonder if they're going to go back to that for the uh for scream 2022 i hope that there's been like 12 more stab movies there's i hope they're they're probably going to be rebooting it in the movie itself <laughs> they're rebooting the stab franchise yeah why not that'd be great 
I, I'm not and even that's lying. why the killer's coming back. That's right. I, that's I, probably I, what's going to happen. I'd be with that. If they don't <laughs> use that idea, Professor, they, they should I'll have. be surprised. Because I think they already wrapped <laughs> shooting, right? Am I, am I wrong there? Or did they just start uh, shooting? I think that it has, yeah. I think it's wrapped already, which is, is, is nerve-wracking that's not coming out for a year. Because yeah. I think yeah. I shit on that last time because they, they had wrapped shooting and we were, I'm like, so why does it take a year? Yeah, January of 2022, right? Yeah. Yep. Jesus. That's my birthday Good gift time. because I, it comes out the day before my birthday because my birthday this year is on a Friday. So next year, I think it's the 14th of January. I I don't know about you guys, but this lack of movies is really starting to hurt. Yeah. Like, I, I really, yeah. um, like, I, I mean, we've talked about it in the past, you know, just how important movies are in our lives. And it's really like there's nothing to watch there is nothing well I like mean, i've i've streamed everything i've there's the like in the movies that are streaming like from from the state from the streaming networks or whatever like shutter has some good ones but like i don't want to watch a good horror movie all the time like mm-hmm. I, I heard I, that godmother movie just came out on disney plus i mean that's probably worth watching well, well soul i guess was soul i right. heard was all right it was all right uh i, I i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw this out there we Wonder i mean we, was we, not good no no that was very bad uh but uh we're 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 looking forward to we know come hell or high water we get halloween kills yeah because that yep. is that is already basically jason blum is like i don't care if yeah. i have to sell my soul to the devil that that movie's coming out yeah whether it's the theaters streaming sites whatever if hopefully it's theaters if not he's he's putting it out yeah. He doesn't care. So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen with a lot of the movies that we will get them. Unfortunately, we might not be able to watch them on a big screen or if they come on the summertime, you know, last year we found out it was viable to do uh, drive-ins. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love to see brand new movies on a drive-in. You could do yeah, double dr- shots. I'm, I'm in. I'm, drive-ins I'm in are day. awesome. Yeah. I love doing the drive-in. Seeing we have Gremlins to... and Beetlejuice this summer was amazing. But I'm saying, imagine if we were watching new movies. Yeah. It'd be so good. And yeah. and once it, you could see new movies at drive-ins prior to that even. And we're lucky we're in an area where we're kind of surrounded by drive-ins. I mean, yeah. we still have to drive like a half hour to get to one, but it's they're all around us because there's one now in uh, Unadilla. There's the one Elmira. in Ithaca, Elmira. So like, you don't even like, have to wear pants. Yeah, that's right. You could be in yeah. your car. You just have to make sure that you turn your car off occasionally if you're using the speakers in your car and not just use the battery power because then you'll be one of those people that has to get their car jumped. Yeah. It's always a bad thing. Yeah, um, when I when I went to see Gremlins and uh, Beetlejuice over the summer, I realized, oh, I should have ran my car a little bit because I left it on for the, for both. Did the they movies. bring over the jump pack? I, by the end of it, it was like two in the morning because they have to oh, wait yeah. until it gets dark to start the movies. And um, you know, I was like, I I just hope the car starts. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. But I'm glad you brought that up because it also, the, the nice part about not having movies though, is this made us watch some interesting movies we might have not watched prior. Right. And that brings <laughs> us to the Horror Zone 607 review this week here in the second segment. Oh, and that of course is we watched the 2020 hit film. And if I want to watch it in 2020, yeah, it came out in 2020. I thought it was made in 2015. It, it came out in 2020. It came out in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we're talking about Llamageddon. <laughs> the classic, the immortal It classic. was a million dollars. It yep. was a $1 million. I, I don't believe this in the, the 2015. The reason why I say um, they might have shot it, but the reason they, I say it's it released. It might have been made, yeah. The reason it was, I know it was released is because the reason it got any kind of a claim is that at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, they put it up for sale only for $1 million on on uh, Amazon <laughs> and with a trailer. There was a trailer, remember? Because me and Mike C watched it and then it came out on Amazon. So it just came out this year. I mean, once again, it could have been shot in 2015. Yeah. But uh, it was it was quite the intriguing movie. I'm assuming that it, if we could have made it for our $40 productions. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. Absolutely. They, well, what this movie basically feels like is somebody like rented a llama and then had a party with a few friends and just shot some are you saying are you saying they did not have cutting edge graphics did you not see the llama's red eyes i thought eyes? it had incredible special special effects i want to point out the, the flash first, animation and i know stuff, we try to yeah. i know we don't get too spoilerous on this show but i feel like we'll say spoiler alert I, if you haven't seen it this movie I, i'm at the end of the it's day amazing. we're going to tell you that it's entertaining yeah and and so take it for what it's worth but i'm going to say this i was pleased and also shocked to find out that the llama is not a llama it's just an alien that looks like a llama. Yeah, it flies here in a in a, in a in spaceship a that looks like a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a horse trailer. Yeah, it's it a flies, horse. It trailer. flies to the the uh, the world, the Earth, 
in a, in a horse trailer. And we get and we get the in the scene that we get to see all these llama aliens launching from their planet is animated. By it's the way, the animation, animation the animation isn't bad. No, it isn't for it. for flash animation. It's actually really I actually good. Dug it. And I like that they had the taste to like. Well, I like instead of using special effects, they just went to flash animations mostly. Yeah, and we did the flash animation later in the movie when the llama gets it on. Oh yeah, with the hybrid llama. Yeah. Yeah, let's get it on. And then, um, well, what I, what I really, I mean, there's a lot to appreciate about this movie, but I like the flash animation opening with the title shot, and then it has it goes to live action, and the llamas on Earth after the whole opening sequence showing all the llamas going to different planets, and uh, <laughs> then it has another title screen. Yes, there's two title the screens. Best, the best though, the best. Three is at the end. I was gonna say at the end of the movie. They played the whole movie in fast forward. Yeah. Did you notice that in the credits? Yeah. They played yeah. the whole movie in fast forward. But uh, the, best, the best thing about that opening scene is the literally, and, and throughout this movie, the dialogue. Oh. <laughs> literally, she's like, the one lady's like, that's a llama over there. When did our neighbors get a llama? I don't know. Are you going to go? You should tell them that the llama got out. It's late. Now, mind you, it, was, it looks like late, daytime. Day t- yeah. yeah. It's late. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And they, I don't even think they showed the llama in that scene. No, they did. They oh, showed they it by did? the fence. That's when you oh, first okay. see it with the red eyes. That's a, when did they get a llama? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And then it kills them. And they you find out that, first of all, they did not look that old. Yet they were <laughs> the grandparents. And the parents looked older than the grandparents did. Am I yeah. wrong? No, no, you're right. No, I thought it was the same people. No, at it's so good. So so then, you know, they, that's where we get the kids are coming to grandma, grandma and grandpa's old house where they were murdered by the llama. Yeah. And they don't. Nobody knows the llama murdered him. And we meet. We meet our, our the hero of the movie. I guess Floyd. Yeah, I guess he would be. <laughs> and at first, he's a sniffling, whiny little bitch. Yeah, how old is he supposed to be? I by the way, because they talk about him. I'm wet guessing in the like bed. thirteen. No, I think he's older than that. I think he's supposed to be like twenty-one or, or better. Because because that's why it's insulting. Yeah, well, yeah. That's also why it's insulting that he wets the bed. Because that's what. Ah, mom. <laughs> Well, what was, have to say that. what was going on in that scene? Well, there's so much to talk about. With this. <laughs> Break it down. Yeah. I mean, all right. So plot wise. Yeah. We have the opening with the llamas from an alien. Planet. So it's an alien. They're, it's an alien. It's not a llama. It's an alien that looks like llama, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. But they all, they lay eggs. Yes. They lay furry eggs. Yeah. They lay furry eggs and uh, they go off and the, <laughs> all the llamas get loaded up into their own personal like uh horse trailers that and shot off into <laughs> that, space that are spaceships but they look like horse trailers yeah and then uh he arrives and lays uh havoc on this poor farmhouse yeah and then uh they of course the the kids go and then the daughter who uh, th- throws a party so all yeah. her friends come uh we get to see the llama and the greatest high-tech efforts all time laser beam a, a, a old school jeep yeah in half yeah he shoots lasers out of his yeah. eyes in half. yeah i like the showdown yeah when she calls her friend who's on her way to the party yeah uh what so it's floyd and mel who are the main yes, yes, yes. like characters right their brother and sister their grandparents die after being attacked by the llama and then uh essentially they're 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 left at the house alone because the mother yeah i don't the know mother is just and the father, the, the father, father's having the sex fa- the with some young, some young prostitute. Yeah. And and by the way, the father and the mother are no longer together. <laughs> yeah. They're divorced. And the mother leaves the kids at the house. For yeah. To, whatever. To, watch, to watch over it and to get things in order because they're going to have to get the house in order to sell. Yeah. And uh, so they, you know, first night have a party and then everything goes to hell. Yeah. Llama. First of all, the, the, the character, I think that's near and dear to all of our hearts. I, I don't know his name, but he was chain shirt guy. Because oh, yeah. every, every time he was on screen, his shirt changed. And, and mind you, I'm going to say this. This is all done on purpose. This isn't like they messed up and they did, you know, didn't edit it right. This is done on purpose because literally he goes through at least 50 to 60 shirts. Yeah. Some of them are tank tops, different colors, band shirts, non-band. It's, it's amazing. At one point in juncture, he's in a Star Trek captain shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Sam? I think his name was Sam. Sam. Okay. And then there's the stoner guy. That Rafe, or sorry, Professor. Uh, uh, who's Rafe? Yeah, it's it's uh, the German guy. It's the Germans. Uh, the, you were very uh, keen on noticing that his facial hair changes. Yeah. The movie. Well, like in one scene, he's he's walking off screen, and then he goes in the hallway, and he had a goatee in the previous before it cut. And then it cuts, and he doesn't have a goatee anymore. He's clean shaved. It's like 
the the boyfriend the boyfriend of the main girl Mel gets um what we can only describe as alien llama jizz on him. Yes. And he be, starts becoming a llama. He's, he goes into the greatest... Tra- Mike, you said it was the greatest transformation since uh, American Werewolf in London? Greatest. Well, it might be better. It might be better. Um, that's up for debate. But it was it was definitely the greatest transformation scene since an American Werewolf in London. Well, and, you know, I like the kind of uh, attempts to, like, flesh out the story a little bit. There's, like, uh, at the scene of the... Uh, where the... Um, trailer lands with the llama's trailer there there's a group of scientists there <laughs> do you guys remember yeah. well like yeah. well it's funny because like the, a helicopter flies in lands a guy comes out and he all he does is say well let's wrap this up here then he gets yeah. back he gets back in the helicopter and then flies off and that yeah. like they flew a helicopter in just for that for the guy yeah. to say yep yep wrap it up and but then, they all had their clipboards, and they were just kind of standing around the horse trailer, wearing in white, wearing white uh, lab coats. Yeah, and yeah, it was. And one of the scientists actually dropped the line, "Getting too old for this shit." Yeah, yes, he did. And yes, he did. Like getting too old for what? Like what? This happens a lot. <laughs> I don't under like I don't Apparently. like. <laughs> Did they find old? one of the eggs too? Yeah, and, like pack it up and take it with them. Yeah, I'm getting too old for this shit. I was wondering, like, wow, all right, what? I, I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, uh, do, we, do we want to talk about everybody's favorite scene of the movie? Did everybody have a different favorite scene? I, or I thought we all, all had the same scene. It's probably the same favorite scene. Yeah, the hot tub. The hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing that would make it better. We can talk about it after. Yeah, the hot tub scene where the alien llama throws a radio successfully into a hot tub <laughs> and electrocutes everybody in it but the, the effect keeps uh, it, the effects keep going like 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 it keeps going and going and going and well, it even gets electrocuted forever it even gets better when two new victims show up at the hot tub and they, jo- and they get in the hot tub <laughs> while it's already uh, everybody's, everybody's shaking gyrating and, the and going like and not responding to, they're like hey guys how is it in there they're and like, then oh, they get the light, in. remember they're like oh the lighting effects in here are cool and <laughs> yeah. they get in and they and they start they zap out and die as well and then we get the great scene from our friend Sam who comes back who, who discovers this walks into the kitchen and literally this is how he delivers the line he goes everyone in the hot tub is dead yeah. That's the first the first time he says it. He says it just like yeah, that. Just, everyone in the hot tub is dead. And then they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, everyone in the hot tub is dead. And, and then, then he, he starts takes a, drinking. He takes a, just a shot right out of wild turkey straight from the bottle. And I'm pretty sure everybody <laughs> like doing drugs and drinking in the movie was actually doing drugs and drinking. In I'm, the movie. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what they like were Like when they're in. smoking bongs and stuff, you could tell like they're, they're, they're actually really getting high. Yeah, yeah probably I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that's probably what they were paid in. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. Hey, come party at my place. We're going to shoot this. And of course. Get you high. We have to have a hero of this movie. The hero of this movie is the father, who oh, yeah, for yeah. most of the movie is banging a young, a young <laughs> prostitute. Well, they cut away to him earlier, like when they mentioned the father in the car on the way to the grandparents. He's banging, the, he's banging the prostitute. They cut, it, like the mother says, don't mention your father. And then it cuts to him having sex with a prostitute. And then he's forgotten for the. And rest. then they, they no, they show him one other time in bed with the prostitute sleeping. Oh yeah. And then yeah. later he gets a phone call, and the phone call doesn't go through. Remember, because they can't yeah. get the the phone out. But it wakes him up, and he goes. Literally, he sits up in bed. The prostitute's behind him. He goes, "I gotta go save my kids." Yeah. And the prostitute goes, <laughs> "You have kids?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, they're about they're about your age." <laughs> yeah, they're real, about your real yeah. line of dialogue, by the way. Yeah, but so, well, like the, with. Uh, with some of them are trying to run away, and the llama zaps them with his laser beam eyes, and the, the explosion of the fireworks just keeps getting thrown at them. Yes, but then there's the fireworks. The blood is everywhere. Like shoots at laser eyes instead of like they use fireworks, <laughs> yeah. like a Roman candle. Well, you can see right. like when they when the two uh, when the two party goers are running away from the house, like when the llama comes around and they get, they explode basically. Yeah. Um, you can see, like, it's like a hose of red water being sprayed yeah. on the cast. Yeah. <laughs> so well, good. how about when the llama, the llama put the one person on the ground and just punched it to death? Oh, yeah. Well, there were two <laughs> There were two fight scenes. Well, the one woman gets punched to death, and then the father comes along and actually boxes with the llama. Yeah, he does. Um, and it's he those fun it. noises, like... <laughs> well, first... Yeah. 
our hero, our hero, before he fights with a llama, it's because he's shotgun killing the llama eggs yeah. that are in the barn. So then the <laughs> llama comes and fights him, and they're boxing. And then, you know, the llama gets the upper hand, if you will, only until he gets his ass inside of whatever that piece of equipment was. The compiler or whatever? What it, I, and yeah. he mows down the llama, which, once again, gets green goo everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I love his line of dialogue at the end before he dies. Oh, yeah. When he's like, well, they're like, how did you think of that? And he's like, well, anything anything that runs into a compiler just kind of gets yeah. chopped into pieces. I wrote this down. Oh, like, got it? like most living things, you run it through a combiner and that'll take care of it. <laughs> there you go. That's like his last line before he dies. It's and amazing. That, and that's the, oh, and that's the end of the movie. Well, he has some of the best lines. Like when he arrives, he's just damn kids and their laser beams. <laughs> fucking Bigfoot, he says. Yeah. Like, what, what the fucking Bigfoot? Where's it? So what good. What are you talking about? So good. It was so good. Now, one other thing. I don't think I don't, I, you guys haven't mentioned it yet. So I'm guessing you didn't actually watch it. But when the credits came on, I'm going to say that none of these people use their real names. No, because the, Mel... Mel was played by Pinky Brainwise. Uh, Rob was played by Howie Doing. He was the director. Uh, Howie Doing. Yeah, Howie Doing. Uh, the guy that played Sam was Mary Had a Lamb. <laughs> so, like, these are the names of these people. So, Gooch Jesco the Third. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, the names were killing me too. Louis the Llama was the killer llama. Yeah, but <laughs> Mary Had a Lamb played Sam. Well, yeah, I guess uh, this was started as the whole idea started as, as a senior project for, uh, I guess, the filmmakers. Oh, really? The filmmakers were um, Ohio State University or something. It was a senior project, and uh, it ended up getting bigger and bigger, and they uh, just turned it into a full-length movie. Oh, good for them. And, yeah, yeah. Um, none of them used re- real names. Um, I, I did look into this a little bit more. Um, and one of the producers is Alan Smitty, which is commonly a name yeah, used I saw when that somebody, too. <laughs> when somebody doesn't want their name attached. Yeah. To the owns it, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, uh, David Lynch did with the TV cut of, uh, Dune. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I noticed the Alan Smitty, in there, but they, so. as, as, uh, far back as 2018, they were talking about a sequel starring alpacas called alpaca lips. I'm in. I was Which, so I, I, I listen before we even give our review our review tolls. I'm letting you know I'm in. Well, yeah, I'm in. I'm coming back. Well, there's so many ways that a movie like this would not work. Like there's there's been a lot of movies that are made intentionally bad. Like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving's fun. Yeah, you know there's there's some good ones, but like even those can be tough to watch. Um, you know, like I, I'm thinking of uh, there was that one from way back, the lost skeleton of Cadavera. Does anybody okay, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like they intentionally made it bad, like an old fifties B movie and like that can be fun, but like it rarely works as well as and this it did. works. This, this was entertaining as hell. Like I, I, uh, you know, we were talking about wanting to see great Hollywood movies and everything in the theaters. And like, it sucks not having theaters now because of that. Like tenant sucked. Uh, wonder woman 84 sucked. This was great. I I had a better time watching this than any so, of those. Let's give our reviews. Let's give our final yeah. reviews. I'm gonna give our. I'll give my grade first. Then we'll pass it to the professor. We'll end with the main event being Mike. I'm gonna say this as a movie, as a movie, like grading against other movies. Obviously, it's unfair because this is not a Hollywood studio. But grading against other movies, I would say this is like a three out of ten. Yeah, yeah. But for entertainment value and the fact that you know that this is tongue-in-cheek and they pull off an amazing heist, if you look at it for what it's it's trying to accomplish, which is all of that, yeah. I actually give this movie a, a nine on that scale. And the reason why is because I agree with everything the professor just said a minute ago. If you go by like 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 if you go by the fact that they pulled off doing a tongue-in-cheek movie and doing a, a crazy amount of of, of shit. And it, and it comes into, like, it, it still, you can understand the story. Like, it's not great. It's not meant to be great. But you can, <laughs> yeah, under, but you can understand. The story. 
<laughs> Think about it. You can understand it. You know it's a well, fucking. Yeah. You know, like like it's weird. It's weird to explain it that way. It's a horrible story, but there there's still there's, a story. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end, which is it's amazing for them. There's redemption for the brother and sister yeah. who hate each other. And yeah. halfway through the movie, Floyd because get has sex becomes and becomes a man. man. He <laughs> no longer talks. He no longer talks like this, and he starts talking he with a deeper sex, voice. And then he actually looks at the camera and says, "Now I'm a man." Yes, he does. <laughs> and then after that, he makes he makes he's a, he becomes a dickhead. Yeah, it's great. But I mean, it, 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 I had a lot of fun. So going by the fact that I had a lot of fun with, I would say, and what they were trying to do, I give it a nine for what they were trying to do. But as a real movie, I'm going to say a three. And it's definitely, here's the funny part. Even rating it that way, it's definitely not worse than the worst horror movies I've ever yeah. seen. Well, I, it's intentionally bad and that gives it some credence with me. I'd give it like, you know, a similar, like kind of five out of 10. You know, like they, the fact that they made it intentionally bad and it works is impressive to me and it, it is uh it is extremely entertaining it's very funny and i just like going into the story yet yeah, like it doesn't make you don't get much background on what these llama alien things are no but you don't really need it but you don't need it it's it's really about this brother and sister trying to like the sister wants to have a party the llama screws things up and the brother and sister who hate each other end up you know kind of you know coming to terms with each other together and he the, becomes a man yeah well and i i wrote down like because they have this heart to heart and I, I was dying laughing like mel says to floyd now you're a man i'm proud to call well, a little man i'm proud to call you a little man brother and then he's <laughs> and floyd floyd like he's a dick now and he's like mel you're a i used to think you were a bummy headed twizzle like and you, what, still, what is, and you still like, are these, these, yeah you still are yeah and the, these are actual lines of dialogue um so you know it, it's ridiculous it's a lot of fun um i really truly appreciate the rap song in the end credits absolutely um, it's a Absolutely. Llama, it's a llama armageddon motherfucker and then like <laughs> one of the lines and it references one of our favorite scenes is everybody in the hot tub getting shocked what the fuck somebody call the cops like it, <laughs> the the rap actually just explains all of the plot points and then at the end of the song they just start naming and listing off all the actors in the movie and, <laughs> and it's oh man it's a lot of fun i five out of ten for me all right hey mike c you're up last what do you uh what do you think what are you giving your final review on lamageddon so I'm actually right with you, Rich, on this one. I, I would say if, if it was trying to be a serious movie, uh, it would be like a one or a two out of ten just based on, on what it is. But because of what it was going for and because of the entertainment value, I mean, it's easily a nine out of ten just because it was so ridiculous. I laughed so hard from start to finish in this movie. I was I'm, I'm in my house by myself and I'm actually saying out loud, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing watching this thing right now while I'm laughing my head off? It was that entertaining. It was that much fun. And, and this is one, once I'm able to be back in the studio, I, I want to actually do on Twitch, I, I want to do a live viewing of this movie with you guys. That I want to awesome. watch this movie with you fun. guys. It, this great. is definitely worth watching more than once. So. The hot tub scene, to what you were saying, though, like, what am I watching? That's exactly what happened during the hot tub scene yeah. for me. Yeah, the hot tub scene, there's like eight people getting <laughs> getting electrocuted Two to more death jump from a boombox. They had batteries in it, mind you. I don't even think it was plugged in. It just no, had no, batteries they, in it. It wasn't plugged in. <laughs> and, 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 and then the best. And the, the one girl. And it shows this, a plug exploding. Yeah, it shows, it shows the plug exploding. But there's oh, no plug. Right. But there. But no. But there's no. Pl if you watch it, the the box itself has no plug on there's it. No plug. Yeah. But right. then there's a plug in the wall that explodes. They just cut. They, they cut to a exploding plug. Yeah. Which well, is the, the it's hilarious because they meant it on purpose. And then you have the two girls that join after. Because I think yeah. I think originally like and what we were saying is that they should have just kept cutting back. Kept to coming them. back to it. Like they should have just kept those people getting electrocuted for the whole for movie. the rest of the movie. And then just well, cut the one back. girl, <laughs> the one girl that was in there from like the the start of the electrocution, they kept like going off of her and coming back, and she was laughing. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah, like, She's got a big smile on her face, just laughing. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh my god, what am I watching? And then of course the transformation scene. I yeah. mean that. I, you know, I, I don't even know. I love how they get rid of that, that guy, too. Floyd's just like, listen, you're becoming one of them. We can't trust you. Go. <laughs> go. And he just kicks him out. Yeah, his eyes are red and yeah. everything. He's just like, go. Didn't the didn't the llama just like kind of excrete the, yes, the green, the stuff, green on stuff on him? I thought like it was supposed to be spit. 
Yeah. Don't yeah, but he gets spit. drenched. He gets drenched in green stuff, and then he starts yeah. transforming. Yeah. And then there's the then there's the <laughs> animated part where they get it on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, presumably that's how he they get the eggs. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. But and they uh, just keep coming out of them. That's so good. I, I I'm a big fan. <laughs> Uh, so that'll wrap it up for the review, but I have some end breaking news kind of diesel ended up sending this to me on accident. I don't think he realized I was still recording. Uh, so on Twitter, uh, DC at DC TV cinema, uh, put out replying to, uh, different uh, people saying, Mike, I would love to talking to Mike Flanagan, by the way, Uh Mike, I would love you to direct a DC movie. What character slash team would you like to direct Mm -hmm. Mike Flanagan? And it is the real Mike Flanagan, blue check mark and all responded by saying, well, I've wanted to do a Superman movie since I was a kid, but I would also be really keen to do a standalone Clayface movie as a horror slash thriller slash tragedy. Oh, man. Oh, that'd be awesome. So Mike Flanagan has never appeared in any of the I just got goosebumps. Has he? Uh, no. Other than the animated series. Other than the animated well, series. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but mean, like, the, like, the live action movies. No, yeah, Mike yeah. Flanagan is now saying that he wants in on the DC Universe possible. Oh, so man. maybe, wow. maybe earlier I made the joke about Freddy's Dead, but maybe, <laughs> maybe DC saw that tweet because that tweet was actually done on the 8th. And uh, maybe they saw that tweet and went, hmm, maybe I should uh, contact that motherfucker right now. Yeah. Because I would have. Maybe he canceled the revival because... Because he's they like DC, him. DC's offered me a big movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Superman, but I would love to see Clayface. I mean, I, I could, would love to see a I Superman see movie too. I would like to see him do something. But they kind of did. They kind of did that with Brightburn, like yeah. the evil Superman kind of gimmick. Well, but he I would, would like he would to do see... a straight up. I, I would kind of like. I mean, Flanagan. I want him to keep making horror movies, of course. But I would also just as a film buff like to mm. see him do a non horror movie. That'd be cool. Um, it would be cool to see him do Superman straight up. Like it, it could be, but I, I'm I'm more interested in the Clayface thing. The Clayface, would Clayface be awesome. is is awesome, especially it's saying it as a horror thriller tragedy. Yeah. So that that would, and I think that's how you do the character. And, like, and you could have like Batman in a Batman Returns type role where he's just kind of in the background most of the time, mm-hmm. just doing just doing Batman things. Yeah. I like it, man. I think that that would be cool. So there you go. That is uh, news that hit the wire because of Twitter. So yeah. it was having the conversation yeah, actually I mean, went like, down January. Batman 8th. Returns would be a good schematic for that because, like, basically that's the Penguin story and it's a tragedy and uh, kind of like an opera, you know? And uh, yeah, just go that route. And there you go. Yeah. Mike Flanagan yeah. also talks to his friends on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. there. And if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can also do it on Instagram. We're at HorrorZone607. And of course, we're also on Facebook. Just search Horizon 607 and like and share that page. Hashtag HZ607 for all other information about everything we're doing over here at 8122 Productions. Go to 8122productions.com. That'll include the Twitch channel, which Mike just talked about, twitch.tv slash 607podcast. Also the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash 8122productions. All of that is on the website. Uh, also, our good friends, the Otodoro Parley Hour, you can get, go over to their site. And like I said before, can't stress it enough, we got things added to the site because hopefully Sci-Fi Horror Fest will go down in August. But I can tell you on January 16th, the day after my birthday, as a birthday present, I will be announcing with Tiffany Beth the first celebrity that we are announcing for Sci-Fi Horror Fest. I'm hoping it goes down because I can't wait to see this. There's more announcements coming out. It's just the first one. So, uh, guys, get ready. Uh, with that being said, Mike C., that's all I got for these fine folks. Take them home. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in once again to the Horror Zone 607 podcast. I uh, had a lot of fun. I, I really hope uh, that our good friend Bjorn Essenstadter will be back in the studio next week. He's much better than the professor. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, congratulations. On he got all the your trivia question with, right. <laughs> he did. And congratulations on all your success with uh, Iceland's version of Hollywood squares you know that's that's impressive uh, you have an impressive body of work and uh, i really hope you'll you'll be able to join us again at some point in the future we're happy to have you you really made the show so much better than the professor ever could have uh, <laughs> uh all right <laughs> and, and <laughs> I, it was a pleasure for me as well yeah i don't yeah. I, I don't know what accent i'm doing anymore uh, i'm not sure what that was and so the... i i I think that's from uh, the southern tier of New York, but I'm not 100% yeah, sure yeah. of that. So, but, uh, but yeah, no, thanks for being here with us. Uh, Rich, thanks for all you do. Uh, next week, we'll, of course, be back with the biggest uh, horror movie news of the week. And, uh, you know, right now, I'm, I'm guessing we're probably going to be doing another uh, review 
of next week. We haven't decided on one yet. Absolutely. Maybe it's going to be Lamageddon 2 of the Electric Boogaloo. I, I don't know. Alpacalypse. Alpacalypse. We need to help them make that I hope that happen. they do. I hope I wanna, they do. I, I'll volunteer for a role. It's been it's a while since away. there's been any news on that. Yeah. I'll, I'll chip in my $40 from $40 films for that one. I, I'll offer myself for a role. Well, even. there's an alpaca farm out near Newark Valley, and we could... There you go. We could just go there at night and... Maybe we'll just Still do the like show next week. We'll just, we, we're not maybe, even going to pay for them. We're gonna, right. Maybe next week's show, we'll just do like a live call with like, you know, one of the guys that did the, the movie, like the writer or the director or something. See if we can get a hold of them and we'll just we'll just talk to them on the show. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll have something for you. I think we'll, we'll be doing another movie review. We'll decide. And uh, we'll bring that to you next week. So until then, for Bjorn Essenstadter, for Rich, I am Mike C. Cyan. See ya.